everybody, welcome to Yas episode insert number here. Um, I have lost track. I don't know. I think we're in the double digits or we're the hot. Nine? What is time? What is life? What is when? Nine. Well, that's the high single digits. So I was close. Nine. Okay. So uh, thank you everybody for joining us. Uh, first thing we're going to do is we're going to uh, go over to Annika and they are going to talk about some technology stuff. We are on a pod- we have podcast now. <laughs> we are in podcast form. As of right now, uh, when this goes up, it, we will have up to episode five up on Spotify, Google, and iTunes. I'm still working to try and get it up on Amazon. And we're also on Red Circle, which is our hosting platform. They host us for free. Not sponsored, but yeah. <laughs> if you want to do a podcast, do it with Red Circle, because it's free. <laughs> All right. Um, me, again, talking about charity. Um, this one's a little rough. Uh, content warning on um, self-harm and suicidal thoughts uh, for the next minute or so while I chat. So for the month of December, our our charity, our chosen charity, is uh, to write love on her arms. Um, it's a charity that is pretty near and dear to uh, my heart. Um, I have my my tattoo that does say love that covers up my scars, um, and uh, I thought it was important. This has been a really rough year. Uh, for a lot of people and the holidays are never easy uh, these holidays kind of even more rough I think for people um, so it was kind of important to me to highlight uh, the struggles that people have um, with self-harming suicidal thoughts and addiction so to write love on her arms is a um, is a help organization uh, that gets people in contact with those that can uh, help them get to a better place mentally. Uh, so uh, when you donate to us, as always, part of that will go on to our chosen charity. So this month, uh, support us so that you can also support To Write Love on Our Arms. Just to piggyback off of that as well. To Write Love on Our Arms, I don't, people who like Supernatural, uh, Jared Padalecki loves this charity. It's one of his like chosen charities as well. Just so people can like look in, it's, Jared Padalecki loves this charity as well, so. He's a good one. Yeah. (laughs) To to piggyback off of talking about Jared Padalecki, his brother is my orthopedist. Okay. No, he was my mom's kid in Austin. Yeah, no, because he's at at my ARC. (laughs) Yeah, he's at the ARC for once. So, uh, recap. Okay, we have two things to recap. We're going to recap the last episode, and then we're going to recap our Lost to the Ether hour of the last time we tried to record and play. So the last recapping, recapping, a recap, uh, Robin was pulled into the portal of the elemental plane of Earth via a long, large, sticky tongue. Robin and Pan were <laughs> sucked into the portal. Um, uh, their friends rushed after them. Zareth was confused as to why their friends were rushing after this one singular person. And uh, after some hours of searching and being in this weird it's not a hellscape, but it's just dirt and rocks and these mountains are coming sideways and hills are going away. You're like, what is going on? You found the cave. Uh, shenanigans were had in the dark because Whistler cannot see in the dark, but Whistler decides to go first. 
and Whistler fell on their butt. And uh, long story short, there was a giant rock lizard that had taken Robin and Pan and was going to eat them. But then friends showed up, destroyed the giant rock lizard, and Robin passed out. And they brought Robin, and everybody came out of the, the portal. Um, Esther shot up the fairy fire for to let the emerald protectors know that they had found the portal. Uh, Robin was bathed in the river, and all of the uh, giant rock lizard mucus was bathed off of their body. Um, and then they were laid to sleep in pan. And uh, whilst everybody was sleeping, I think Finland, I can't remember if it was maybe Finland and Aster were on. Uh, I can't remember who it was. I know it was at least one elf was uh, on guard when uh, the Emerald Protector showed up. I think it was both yeah. of us. I think it was both yeah. of us. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I, knew, I know one it was at least one elf. Yeah. So the Emerald Protector showed up. They closed the portal to the Earth plane. And that was what happened in the last episode. And then they started recording for about an hour in which our party with their new uh, companion, Zareth, who came up from tonight. Oh yeah, uh, Bostet has gone off to look for these um, special mushrooms and herbs to help with the plague in her homeland. So she has told people that she is going. She's like, I think they're near here. I'm gonna go look for them. The party knows that she has gone off. Um, as they were walking to their next portal, so they were headed west, Zareth was asking questions about why they would Kind of go into this earth portal to get one person uh and is this person extremely important and then these friends were trying to explain compassion and friendship to Zareth, which he is now just following behind them very confused going i don't understand and uh he was talking a little bit about where he was from which is the astral sea whistler asked some questions about the astral sea rolled a natural 20 on her religion check and is knows everything about the astral sea but does not understand it and that's about what we lost for that hour so we'll actually pick up with whistler trying to explain the astral sea to all of her friends full existential crisis by the way it's so whistler you know all of these things about the astral sea and how are you trying to explain this to your friends well and at this point i'm hugging whistler trying to get whistler to yeah. down as well i remember yeah. that much of yes that. yes whistler's, whistler's kind of shaking and like i remember i'm being like As- blanket that's yeah. yes being the weighted blanket right now just arms kind of tucked in like so it's bad bad see 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 is bad Just keep yeah. looking back at Zareth, like, ah, I don't get it. And, and you said, so it's bad and it has aliens. Very alien. Has many, many aliens. So alien. Just so alien. So alien. Is this making sense to anyone? <laughs> no. no. And I've known, I've known Whistler for I will so also remind long. you that I had somebody roll a die. I had somebody roll a d6, and Finland rolled, and Ren- Finland rolled a six. So I still have that part down. So, um, does anybody else want to try to figure anything else out the ast- astral sea? Could I, could I roll uh, insight to try and see like if any the any of the phrases or words that Whistler is trying to communicate like ping anything? <laughs> 
See bad okay, aliens. Was... This is what you got to work with. <laughs> See, the problem is if I roll it in a general intelligence check, I'm not as likely as a boy to roll something good. Well, Insight will be trying to figure out what Whistler's like to meet like mood is, and her mood is very disturbed. That you got. Trying to pick up on what those words mean, that's an intelligence check. Yeah. Okay, well I'll try. <laughs> Can I try and figure something out about the astral sea with my uh, background? Sure. Of, yeah. Yeah. No, I got. I got nothing. Yeah. I got nothing. Um, I rolled a two and I have a negative one intelligence. Thank oh. you. That'll do it. Jack, you were just oh. very worried about Whistler. I'm very, we're very worried. About but uh, Aster, you want you have the core traveler background? Is that correct? What? Oh, no, I meant that, like, well, like, by background, I mean, like, because of my, like, race and, like, the backstory of Caster, yeah. technically, like, because of the Eldar and Elves. Yeah. Could I potentially know other stuff about... It would still be, it would still be an intelligence check, just a general gotcha. intelligence I have a better intelligence than Jack, so... Uh, that's a Most dirty 20. people do. Dirty 20. Okay. <laughs> I have to find the information. <laughs> Give me a second. The information that is giving Whistler an existential crisis. Come on now. I don't um, have it. It's, it's in the kitchen. I don't have my Dungeon Master's Guide. My dad has to. I probably keep my Dungeon Master's Guide in the kitchen. It's in the kitchen? Uh, yeah, well, that's where my dad works. I do recall the in the lost in our last episode there was something about slavery because I think there was also an insight check on Zareth where I was like mm, don't seem legit. That's right. it was, uh, I'm, gonna, I'm pulling. It was like the information. Barda. They were like Sparta where they were like running around with like conquer and then they enslave people. So right. Quite, not everybody caught it because I know Finland doesn't realize it, but um, they basically was talking about the worker like the workers yeah trying to be like you could you could get your workers to trade with other realms instead of conquering them right i think only aster yeah. and whistler picked up on that and that part of whistler's like yeah. everything is wrong about this <laughs> yes well the these whatever it is the astral sea the interplanes we can call it whatever we want and it's the astral sea because i'm a dm that's what i want it to be <laughs> um so it's like this big void space where thought becomes reality and reality can change in a heartbeat. And there aren't really planets, but there also aren't cities. And there's these giant like living ships and there are, are, are worlds, but they're weird. And that's where Zareth was talking about, like these giant floating cities. And like, yeah, the, the creatures on the astral plane, they see things differently. Here's the thing you also get with your dirty 20, Aster. A lot of creatures from this place have psychic and psionic abilities. Uh, is is Aster telling us this? Telling um, us all this information? I think at the moment she they wouldn't because they're just trying to calm Whistler down. They're like trying to like, it's just a lot of stuff coming in at once and they're like trying to process it all as well. <laughs> She just keeps like holding her head like Don't don't let it in. Don't let it in. Are we 
are we in danger from the astral sea? Like, do we need to... Zareth from behind you kind of goes, you're always in danger from the astral sea. Whether you know it or not. <laughs> Sorry. I cannot Nailed wait. it. Yeah, I like, that impression was... Nailed it. <laughs> I'm not bad at voices. The podcast listeners aren't going to believe he's not here. That was such a good impression. Exactly. <laughs> I, do such a, I do such a good, deep, rough, masculine voice. I mean, I don't know what... Who <laughs> said he wasn't here? There he was. Was that a recording? There he was. <laughs> you have a soundboard with like pack, program responses. Put a 12-pack a day and a drink a fifth of whiskey and you'll get a voice like mine. Um, <laughs> mm -hmm. So that is the information that you all have on the astral sea. Well, then, as you continue to walk to the next portal. Uh, well, so, like, I, I just like as we're walking, like, like, uh, I, I just say that Jack. Uh, Jack is, uh, after talking about, like, just, and describing our homes and everything, Jack is actually, like, feeling a little homesick right now. And, uh, whereas normally you would see her, like, sh taking up the, uh, taking up the rear and, like, making sure that everyone is safe and, like, listening out for stuff, uh, if, if you're looking at her, she is kind of, like, just, she's, she's not quite as head on a swivel as, you, as she usually is. I mean, okay. I think all of us. Do are I notice this? Do, do, do yeah. you notice this? Yes, um, I think you do. And I think, uh, Pax, you want to talk uh, Robin is pretty much always looking at Jack. <laughs> <Okay>. Sorry? <laughs> um, I would ask the Jack, hey, hey girl, you okay? Uh, yeah, I just, um, I miss home. See, it's, I, mean, I, I know mom's home, but like, our mom's back at the at the village and everything, but I, I I'm kind of missing uh, kind of missing what home looks like and, and and like the the big house that we stay in and that sort of thing. What does it look like? Uh, it is uh, so we we live in the mountains and so like a lot of it is made out of stone um we we have uh, i live with my grandma and i live with my aunts um and we it, it, i i just i miss some of the the people that i was around um like i i, I miss my, my little brother is supposed to be uh going is supposed to be like uh, choosing his career soon, and I'm really excited for him. Um, how far is it? Oh, it's a ways away. Like, uh, I would say a good, like, two weeks of traveling. Um, depend, like, from, from the, from Rindenhurst, it's it's two weeks uh, by wagon. 
to see. It, yeah, I, I, I mean, I, I like, I have some, I have some uh, stuff back at, back at the uh, room in Rindenhurst, but I don't carry it with me. Like it's, uh, it's just like little doodles and stuff. Whoa. Yeah. Well, I hope you're showing me get back and tell me more about your people. Like, I'd love to hear about them. I bet your really grandma's really beautiful. She's not. <laughs> She's not, but, like, that's that's not something <laughs> that we... It, it, I, I'm, I'm weird because I, I wanted this, like, eyeliner and stuff. But here, actually, like here, here's a little. Yeah, I don't know what makes you Um, but like, uh, uh, Jack like digs into her pack and like pulls out this like little cameo of a person, and it's like it, an ugly ugly person and like the tusks are kind of like gnarled and stuff at this point um and yeah and it was my grandma wow i love her she's so beautiful and her tusks look amazing what a cool like i love the texture on them she's bad look at her eyes she looks like totally badass like you that's so awesome she is really cool she is yeah, I bet she's always strong, huh? Oh, yeah, yeah. She, uh, she actually is usually like in competition with like one of the other, like, uh, like one of the uh, high-ranking officers. Like whenever we have our own uh, feats of strength and that sort of thing, like it's usually grandma or or the corporal and. It's just really fun to watch, like, her win a lot. <laughs> wow. That's, that's so rad. I love that. That's so cool. I hope I, hope I can meet her someday. I mean, you'd have to come to the village. She doesn't really leave it. Mom's, mom is one of the few people that, like, leaves. Do you, would you want to come visit? I mean, I, I like to go lots of places. That'd be cool. Definitely. The mountains are beautiful. Your people are beautiful. There'd be so much to see to take in. I mean, maybe there'd be an artisan there I could, like, intern with. You know, that's what I do. I go around and study under different artisans and, like, learn how to craft. There's probably some pretty rad stuff to learn. I, I, I think so. Like, we're, we're, we're pretty neat. And, like, Jack Jack is just kind of, like, yeah, my mom. Because, like, her mom never brought any anyone home with her. Like, the, the only the people, only her family traveled with her and only her family went home. <laughs> like, I, I, I Finn, Finn, have you ever been to uh, the Greyface tribe? Uh, yeah, a couple times. Um, okay. Just like a couple times. Yeah. I think like I I started off I was near you, but then I saw like you guys were having a little tete a tete kind of drop back to you know keep my eye on things. 
Um, but eventually I kind of work my way back up to where you're walking and I just sort of shoulder bump you. I'm like... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if we, go, if we ever go to the mountain, I lived in the mountains, the other side of them. I lived okay. where, all the, where all the cities were and stuff, you know? Yeah. On the other side, yeah. <laughs> That's where yeah, I've been there a couple of times. I've been there a few times. Um, they it it's really hard to uh, sell some of the stuff that we make because, like, a lot of times in the city, in, like in the big cities and that sort of thing, they look down on the more um, rough textures of some of the cloth that we make. Uh, but that's actually where I ended up, like, that's why I ended up, like, painting on some of our stuff, because, um, they would, uh, once I put paint and, uh, flowers and that sort of thing onto the fabrics, that's when they would sell a little bit better. I, I believe it. I mean, as Dauntless, we, like, refine this stuff, so... (laughs) Whistler over here is like, I'm from Rindenhurst. <laughs> Whistler's like, I'm a local. I, I fully understand. Yeah, County. I, mean, I lived in Rindenhurst for two years. Uh, traveled a lot before that. Made a band. Uh, band is not formed anymore. We are clearly not together, but... Disbanded. Huh? Disbanded. We disbanded the band. Due to creative differences, but that that's besides oh, the point. <laughs> Uh, is Whistler feeling better at this point? Is Whistler still having this existential crisis, or have they, has she kind of calmed down a little bit? I think listening to everyone talk about home is like, okay, home, home on the material plane where everything is not alien and it makes sense. This is great. What Aster will do is like hold Whistler and cast like prestidigitation to like warm Whistler because I can do that. This is close to meditating as she gets. whiskey she can't say the word though somehow she's managed to avoid it (laughs) i take my alchemy jug out um, and i i use it to make uh, a gallon of is it a gallon i can make of a liquor i think it's less than two gallons Concentrated, so you can do like, let's say, um, 
see, you can make, I would say, yeah, you can make half a gallon of whiskey. Okay, I make a half a gallon of whiskey, and I pour it in a little wooden cup that I have coarse and carved by hand, and I, and I give it to Whistler, and I'm like, hey, buddy, you need a drink? Yes. Yeah, say for the hard liquors, you can make half a gallon. So wine's a gallon, beer's for like liquor is half a gallon. <laughs> okay, so Whistler, yeah. you now have a cup of whiskey in front of you. Yes. And just like toasting her <laughs> silently and just look. <laughs> this seems great. So you are being warm from the outside and the inside right now. I imagine that Aster is still holding her, so it's just kind of like taking the cup with her arms still sort of trapped. And like, oh, oh, yeah. Glug, glug, glug. You see Whistler's mouth open? She gets to open her mouth. And the whiskey just goes right down her gut. I just realized, so I, everybody turned into robots for me, and it was destroying my ears. Oh no! Oh no! So I had to close. I had to close it all. Up. I had to close everything for some. Oh, Aster declines. Right, yeah. uh, I'm, I'm on duty right now. I'm on duty. Yeah. Well, it, it interferes with my being able to pay attention. Whistler hears that and Maybe is like, oh shit, did I do a bad? <laughs> Esther declines. Esther is not one. Robin refills Whistler's cup and offers to, uh, the, what's the dragonborn? What's his name? Zara. Zara. He's just like, um. Zara, <laughs> That's right. I, I just need to get a blackout drunk and we just drag him the rest of the way and then you hope you want to connect with this episode. Oh, we're gonna drag him? We're gonna drag him? What? He is very heavy. Dragon, dragon. Dragon the dragon. They can dragon. tie him to pan and drag him with anybody, anybody? I need anybody who is paying attention to their surroundings to make a perception check. <laughs> if you feel like your character is paying attention to your surroundings, if you feel like you are drinking whiskey or talking to your uh, new companion, probably don't make a perception check. <laughs> I'd say that Aster is. 22! Okay. Uh, well, it wasn't much better. 17. Okay, Chris. 10. Okay, Aster, you're still holding on to Whistler as well, so you're <laughs> talking. You're like talking to Robin, you're like, no, thank you. Um, <laughs> And, but Finland, you're the only one that got higher than 18. You hear up ahead in the air direction, and as well as I can do, as good as I can do Zara's voice, you see air quotes here, um, I can, I'm not the greatest at animal sounds, but you hear kind of a like, <laughs> some sort of distress. I there is a, a bear in heat. <laughs> nearby. Growling and some sort of weird but it's multiple and there's like different pitches and can I tell what direction it's coming from? From the direction you guys are headed in. Oh so you guys like are going west. Of yeah, like a little bit to the southwest. But yeah, you guys are going west and it's a little bit south. So you might I have to bring my hand in the universal sign for everybody come to a stop. And that's not what it means where I am, but okay. <laughs> so 
So Aster keeps walking and bumps Whistler like, keeps like, walking with them. Like, just like, oh. In that case, I do the universal, you've come to a stop too fast, and your mom throws the arm out. Right. Oh, yeah, mom hand. I know that. Mom hand. <laughs> the mom arm. Yes, I'm very aware of the mom arm. Aster is very aware of that arm. When you... There's something up ahead. I will go look. Do you like to stealth, or are you just going to... No, does not go. Beats washing a cat. Hey, uh, I, I'm gonna draw my. Uh, I'm gonna draw my bow. Okay. Nat twenty one. Oh yay! Nat twenty one dice came in. Yeah. So is that, for, is that for stealth or perception? Uh, that would be for since I'm not stealthing at all. It'll be for perception. Okay, as you come in. You see, there is ahead of you a herd of owl bears, and they are all. Yes, you were half right. Um, there is a herd of owl bears, and you can see them. They are all kind of in distress and huddled around. You're you're having a hard time seeing because there's a bunch of big furry feathered bodies kind of huddled around, but some of them kind of move, and you see there is a much smaller furred feather body that is stuck in the, what had happened, what happened was when the rain struck, it created, what had happened was rain. And so there's like mud and this child, or this little owl bear got stuck in the mud and brambles and is unable to get out. And so is the it herd- an owlet bear or an owl bear? It's, you could be an owlet bear owlet or an owl bear cub. It's either an owl, owlet bear, or owl bear cub. I will let you, I, either one. Everybody go below. <laughs> yes. Information I found says owl bear cublet. There we go. It's an owl bear, <laughs> owl bear cublet. <laughs> Mix them both of them. Sounds good. Mix them both. Oh no, there's an owl bear cublet stuck in the mud and brambles. And the, uh, the rest of the herd is trying to figure, is trying cannot figure out how to get it out. Um, I, uh, come for, I kind of rush forward, not too fast. Um, okay. Can I, can I help? Is there, is there kind of around and looking and you see feathers go <clears throat> like puff out and there's this big owl bear that like kind of like rushes for you a little bit and like throws out their wings and like throws out, um, was out their arms or walking on. Yeah, yeah, uh, no, that's okay. I read my minotaur. This is unfazing. Yeah, I just. So, but again, I'm not witness to these animal sounds because yeah. I can't either make a bear or owl combined. Uh, I am. <laughs> <'cause I'm, laughs> I, I plant my stance. I put my hands up in front of me, and I'm like, make, friend, help. Make an animal handling check. I don't plan to handle the owl bear, but okay. Just to see how well you can communicate your intent to the owl bears. Uh, 15. Okay. All right. Odds or evens? Even. Odds? Oh, right. Okay. Well, I rolled a 16. So I will then we go with what Ollie said. 
no, no. You said always go on. So this owl bear takes a few more steps towards you and like starts like opening and closing its mouth. It's like walking towards you. And then there's a few more owl bears that kind of like back it up. Do or, any like, of us like behind it. hear the noise of this? Now that Fenland has gone. Yeah, you guys can hear Finland saying something and then like, Um, I back up just a little bit. I kind of try to point to the distressed child and And just again be like, help. I'm like absolutely not touching any weapons, which are clearly on me. Yeah, is anybody going to towards Finland? Yes. Like breaking okay. free of Aster's grip and going for it. Yeah. Pulling a whistler. So you guys, as you guys run forward, forward, run forward through the woods, you kind of bust through the trees and you see Finland going, help, help. And you see a pack of owlbear, herd of owlbears behind, like all like puffed up and walking towards her. And like, you guys can kind of see, and there's a little one behind there that's like, I, I repeat the baby owl bear's sounds. <laughs> I, okay, and then, well, as soon as Whistler goes, I'm gonna do the thing again, or I'm going to cast a sky self on myself. Look, kind of like a baby owl bear, and stand me in front of Whistler. To try and see what this make yourself look like an owl bear, but you can't Can kind I not? of be right, clearly no, you need to take this vaudevillian nonsense on the road. You kind of round out your face and like like make your skin kind of this face and you like make yourself look a little shorter and a little stockier as Whistler's like woo, 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 woo. And you have a bunch of really confused owl bears looking at you. So don't understand what's going on. And their intelligence isn't great. And um and so that um you can see one owl bear has not walked towards you at all. They are staying near the baby. Well, now I'm just like a tiny little bird person is what I've turned into at this point. Yes. <laughs> well, if you if you've I, done, I, I'm, 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 I'm within sight of everybody, but I again I'm staying towards the back. My uh, arrow is. Um, uh, basically, I'm. I see that we are in no immediate danger, but I'm not going to discount the idea that these things that these creatures could like turn against us at any point and so like i've I've got the arrow notched but my it's pointed at the ground okay uh whistler is going to since since um aster got kind of small and squishy whistler's just going to keep making the sounds of the the cublet (laughs) and just kind of like gently reach down and pick Aster up and just kind of move I mean, them to I the am side. Technically the same height. Oh, well, like you're even taller than me. Yeah, So still. A foot smaller. Literally just yeah, picking up. Yeah, I am a five foot, like, tiny bird person. Okay, yeah, so we're about the same, su- the same height then, so it's okay. So no, still like, just <laughs> picking up and shifting to the side, trying to, like, indicate. Look, I'm making baby noises, and I can pick the baby up. I just... Whistler's not <laughs> smart. Five foot baby. Okay, um, Whistler, 
one of the um, owl bears who's not one of the one of uh, not one of the larger owl bears and not the baby, but not the baby, but one of the like medium sized owl bears comes up and just kind of is smelling you, kind of sniffing, and comes up and ooh, ooh. Ooh, ooh. we're gonna have a full conversation kind of now. Like, it, you, yeah, it's the same thing. You're like tax receipts. <laughs> um, you know what you're saying? Fourth of and July. It, for, yeah, kind of comes up. And it just takes its head and it headbutts you. Huh? Right in the stomach, like not hard, but just kind of. Yeah. Okay. Then pa- it takes its beak. It like it grabs your pants and starts tugging. Uh, oh, uh, what did you say, Whistler? I, 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 I'm not a minotaur, to be clear. <sighs> Just following along. <laughs> so Whistler is being tugged along. The other owl, but one of the bigger, larger owl bears, has not moved from the baby. But this owl bear, uh, uh, is like a juvenile. Me, it was like this, I grab this owl bear teenager. This owl bear teenager is pulling Whistler along by the pants. I, as Whistler kind of goes, because they were behind me, so I'm assuming um, they were moving past me, um, I'm going to kind of grab onto her wing. Um, wing arm. Great. I got hands, yeah. She's got hands. How do I have, do you have hands? Yeah. All right. I just also have feathers. <laughs> Esther's going to, like, try and, like, sidestep, like, around. Mad, really. Esther's going to, like, try their best to kind of, like, sidestep around to try and get, like, a better look of the baby. My, the my, baby is very cute. Same. I, that's why I'm like, I'm, gonna, I'm like, I'm like a five foot bird person now, and I'm just gonna like shuffle my way around to try and see what's going on. <laughs> okay, yeah, so what how the baby far they let it get? Do I need to roll perception or anything? Um, no, you guys can see in front of you. Um, this is a, this is a very tiny. Let me get my information. The owlbear couplet is a tiny monstrosity, so it's little. It is like the size of a regular-sized owl is the size of it. That's why it's so stuck. And if everything else looks like a regular owlbear, round face, point, uh, pointed tufted ears, uh, four legs, um, just, I mean, I wish, here. It's not going to be great. I, like I'm really wondering how it's stuck. There, it, it's stuck. What it is is there's like vines with brambles and thorns on it, and the mud that the baby is stuck in. The mud has started to dry, and the and it's wrapped in round in brambles. So it's a okay. mixture of um, a thorny like I, bush, vines, and mud. Out, if I reach out to like kind of grab some of these vines and reach for my dagger, what? what? Okay, let's see. What? Okay, what did? What were you trying to say, Robin? I was gonna see if, using my small stature and my like adorableness, if I would be allowed to approach the baby owl bear because I'm not one of these big, hulky, scary power women uh, or people. Yeah, I'm just this little adorable cat person. So I was hoping they would let me approach. Yeah, I will say girl. the larger owl bear. Most of the owl bears are all large. The only ones that are your yeah. size or smaller is that 
teenager or in the baby. Yeah. All the other ones are large. They are they are the size of so I was gonna black bear. Actually, try to approach. Like actually try to. Okay. Like for everybody that is trying, everybody except for Whistler, who is trying to approach the stuck baby, has to make a. Uh, let's remember we're going to make this. We're going to make this just a general wisdom check. While I'm wow, being. Yeah. Oh, right. My strong While I'm being dragged in Astra's voice. No, don't eat it. The only one. Don't eat it. Dog dice. Aster is gonna keep their distance. Still bird. While Whistler (laughs) is being dragged. What did you get, uh, Robin? Fifteen. Okay. The idea behind the wisdom check. The idea behind the wisdom check is you guys have to figure out the best way for you guys to approach. Um, so, Finland, you figure the best way is to attach yourself to Whistler. You're like, I'm with her. You deemed her safe. and with this person. And what you do, Robin, you get off of Pan. And you go, will go on all fours yes. with it. So you're even smaller. Because so you're on all fours. So uh, I'm going to roll for the mother owl bear. She rolled a 14, so both the 17 and the 15 are higher than what she rolled on her inside. So, um, as Whistler is being led over with Finland in tow, and Robin on all fours, making themselves as small as possible, Pan is back with Jack and uh, Aster, and you are allowed to approach the baby. The teenager, let's keep calling it a teenager, the juvenile, that has led you here, Whistler, it's like, woo, And you look, there, and you look at, if you look at the paws of the mother owlbear, they are bleeding as uh-huh. they have tried to scratch the, the, and pull the brambles out of the way, but they don't have opposable thumbs. I kneel the down. Pools. I kneel um, down um, and see kind of suss out the situation with the vines and the thorns. Okay, Robin, what did you want to do? I'm going to cast Cure Wounds on the Mother Bear. Okay. Uh, Go ahead and roll that. And that is touch. So as you reach out, she does kind of like (laughs) give you like a huff. But you just very, you just kind of hold your hand out like this. Can I? Let her come to you. Can you just kind of like. Can I help that by just kind of making baby cublet sounds next to Robin? Yeah. So yeah, what you do is, Robin, you just hold your hand out and she just kind of comes over and she just puts her head underneath it and her head is way bigger than your hand. <laughs> like, it's like... Uh, I heal her for six. Okay. Um, Does she still look hurt? That's pretty good. Because I can do lay on hands if she's still bleeding. Yeah, I mean, you, well, I mean, she's just, it's just like very minor cosmetic scratches on the pads of her feet okay. that have, have been bleeding and then those kind of Heal up. There's still dried blood and stuff on her hand, on her paws, but she's like, at this point, she's like, you can tell she's very tired, and she's like, they're all tired. You, um, you figure that they've been here probably all day or all night trying to get this, this juvenile out. So, um, 
So, uh, Finland, you said you were trying to suss out what is going on. So this is, this child looks like it is underneath like a thorny bush. And then, and, and there was mud that was happening. So they are stuck both the, the drying mud turning into the clay and then into like baked earth. And then there are parts of it that it is like up in the bush. Like okay, I'd like to start by, came in by the bush. I want to cut cut the baby away from the from the bush. Basically, take my dagger okay. and at least be able to we can get away from the bush. Okay, so uh, you take out your dagger and you see the mother owl bear does the boom boom thing and like fluffs out her feathers and the the juvenile kind of clacks their beak at her and stands by Whistler and like bumps Whistler Ugh. with their butt. Yeah, I bump it back. You don't, know what, you don't know what this means, Whistler, but it's like looking at the mother and it's like bumping you with its butt. Ew. <laughs> you doing good? In Aster's voice. This <laughs> <laughs> um, mother Abba like, um, Whistler, how's that animal handling? <laughs> I cannot wait to find out. Okay. A uh, thirteen. Okay. I wonder if I should offer the mother Albert. <laughs> well, um, okay. Uh, with the aid of this juvenile Albert, who um is kind of understanding like a little bit more what's going on because they rolled a higher like intelligence inside check than the rest of the Albert, um, uh, kind of understands that you're there to help. So with their aid kind of like are communicating through like hoots and growls sorry um shout out to dimension 20 um is communicating through uh hoots and growls and the the mother owlbear just kind of gets close and is watching so closely to what finland is doing uh, Finland, uh, because these are just like brambles, it's essentially like a blackberry bush, or, you know, some kind of like mm -hmm. bush like that. You take out your dagger, and it takes a little bit of time because you don't have a saw. This is wood, right. so it's hard to kind of hack with any kind of accuracy. But I would say over the next like 30 or so minutes, you're able to kind of like with surgical precision cut away vines and branches and stuff to a point where. Robin, yes, would you like to do something or say something? I have a saw. I have wood carver's tools. I have all these tools. Oh, that's perfect. Tools. I have carpenter's tools, wood carver's tools. I got Smith's tools. I got thieves' tools. I got all the tools. So you... Well, I'm I get, okay, I got a so saw. I'll, once I get down and I start working at it and I realize that a dagger's gonna be a little inelegant, I... I look at the mother i look at the teenager and i i'm gonna point over to robin right and then be like robin here. very carefully comes over these what, yes. these brambles are, are, are very the alchemy jug. <laughs> we don't need drunk owl <laughs> bears yeah um, i can get my saw but um, maybe I can loosen up the the uh, mud first with some of this whiskey, and I pour the whiskey out on the ground all over the face. Oh. 
Like, Whistler's okay, sad. Why? Watching this unfold, standing off to the side as a bird. <laughs> Out of all the things I could have turned myself into, I'm a bird. Um, so, uh, Robin, do you hand some sort of saw to, to Finland? Yes. Yeah, I, I so go Finland, get the you saw. Are handed a, a small, it's, it's not like a big, it's not like a big handsaw or anything. It's like this big. It's like essentially what you would use to cut down branches from like your tree or whatever. So it's just like a little saw like this, but it works much better than a dagger, which is used for stabbing. It has a serrated edge, but it's important. So as opposed to thirty minutes, it's about ten That's minutes. That's why you gotta bring the carpenter sawing. around. Yeah. yeah, it's about ten minutes of sawing, and with with Robin's help whiskifying the ground, um, turning the ground back into a little bit more mud, um, you are able to create a hole. The mother owlbear still cannot fit through, and the baby is very tired and very weak, so it's having a hard time moving on its own. So you're either going to have to try to coax it out or reach in and pull it out. Um, I'm just... Okay. Hey, Finn, um... My skin's a little tougher than yours. Do you want me to come over there? You have a good point. Um, yes, I'll hold this. I'll hold it as open as I can. Basically, hold everything back so that you can get in there. Okay, so okay. I, at that point, I go ahead and I, like, lay my uh, my bow and arrow down on the ground. I make a big show of it. And I actually, like, mm-hmm. army crawl on my belly over to the bush to be as small as possible because I, I, I'm assuming I'm about the same size as these owl bears. You are much smaller, actually. They are technically a large creature. You are a medium okay. creature. So they are the size of a black Whoa. bear. So they weigh at least 500 pounds each. Okay, yeah. So, But I'm, I'm still... Yeah. I, I'm, I'm still... I will say, over, over the last few minutes, the, the herd has realized that you guys are not there to hurt them, that you are there... They, ha- they are cognizant enough of their surroundings and, like, life and things like that that they realize that you are not there to hurt them. You are there to help. So they are much more, like, allowing yeah. you to pass through. Yeah. To be fair, I was being slightly intimidating earlier, so I, I'm, I'm being yeah. careful. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and and you- I go ahead and I reach in and I uh, grab on to... I, I'm, I'm looking for the scruff of the neck uh-huh. so uh-huh. I can just, uh, gra- I can drag out by the scruff okay. of the neck, hopefully. Yeah. And so, uh, you get a few scratches on your arms, you know, that I'm going to say you take two points of piercing damage as you reach in, uh, and the thorns and stuff are piercing your skin and scratching and you reach in and you manage to get behind the scruff because it's the size of an owl. So the baby is like, you know, a little fluff ball. So you manage to get behind the scruff with one hand and like under the feet with the other to support its like hindquarters and its butt. And you pull back out this dirty, tired, sort of probably dehydrated baby cublet. The wild Lars. Oh yeah. And there's Lars. Robin, there's that elf is everybody. Can we, can we make um, water in your your special jug. I can literally come and do a digitation and clean the baby. 
Well, I, I think water for like imbibing as water well. Water for oh, actually imbibing. Yes. But I can eat the baby too. I, I am really far away. Baby. Yeah. So uh, okay. y'all are cleaning the baby, making, and I, I'm I'm holding the baby like in my arms and looking to Robin. I'm like, hey, can you heal? Can you heal this little one as well? And soon, I would say you do not yes. hold that baby in your arms because as soon as that baby is free, you have full on mother owlbear coming over to you and wrapping the baby up in her arms and just holding it tight. Like no question that that child is hers and she may or may not allow you to approach. I don't know. These things bite. After, um, So I would uh, uh, so yeah I'm, I'm I I give the baby over um, and I am I, I'm, I'm still holding out like my arms and and I kind of like gesture at the mother's paws and I'm just like I'm trying to I'm and I'm making like soothing noises I'm just making like soothing noises. Um, and what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to let Robin closer to the baby so that the baby can be healed. Okay. Um, uh, Pax, can you hear? Yeah. Great. Okay. I, I saw you change to headset, so I want to make sure you can hear it. Okay. So, is Robin trying to approach the baby? Uh, Robin is definitely going to get their hand back queued up with that same like gentle healing glow that the mother hopefully recognizes uh-huh. based the boobies that are earlier and is going to try to heal the baby yes okay she rolled a natural trolley 20 on her intelligence check so um she's still holding uh-huh. the baby. I, I, all i have is like skeins of yarn near me to pretend to be the baby owlbear so she's like holding the baby with her non-opposable thumbs and like just she doesn't let go but she just leans it down towards you but you can touch its head, and essentially. Very gently. And everyone in, in all my friends can see how effing delighted I am being able to touch this adorable baby. And I very gently stroke the baby's head and feel the baby for 10 points. You hear? Let me see. Let me see what the baby's max hit points is. Um, it's max six hit points is 17 hit points. So you heal it almost to full. And you hear a soft little, like, Ooh. 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 And the baby. Whistler Ooh. immediately repeats it. And and the mother is like licking it and like trying to get it clean and stuff. And um you see uh one of the other large owl bears and the herd comes over and the owl bears all kind of shoulder and push you all out of the way. Because <laughs> the owl bears all kind of they're like, get the fuck out. Like, <laughs> As they surround the baby and they're all doing like they're all communicating with each other where they're all like putting their heads in and there's like licking and like rubbing their heads up against the mother and the baby and that sort of like familial herd bond of like reconnection. So you guys have all been pushed. Either you have been pushed back or pushed down where you have to crawl underneath their legs to get out. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely enjoying the image of, you know, seven foot Jack uh, backwards army crawling now 
back through the giant pond. You're going on. Yeah, you're going underneath an owlbear, and you're like, okay, okay, here I go, here I go. <laughs> I made the right decision not going over there. <laughs> Can Whistler climb um, over them, so, just cooing like a cublet the whole time? Like, please, please don't eat me. <laughs> but, whoo, whoo. You're, you're covered in feathers and you have a beak, so you already kind of look a little bit like an owlbear. So they're like, eh, okay, whatever. <laughs> well, I guess that was the... Um, so, as, and so they kind of, at this point, and the herd, there's a, probably about eight or nine of them all told um, in this owlbear herd. And I don't know what owlbear society looks like, but I've decided they live in herds because I want to. Um, because it's cuter that way, damn it. And um, in our can, world, I, can I suggest that instead of a quack for our curses this episode, that they be like hoots? Hoots, 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 or growls. I'm happy with you. <laughs> um, um, so uh, at this point, the um, the owl bears start heading further south. They start moving. Uh, the baby owl bear has been put on its mother's back. It is riding on its mother's back. You can see its eyes start drooping and it falls asleep on its mother's back as they all walk on all fours as a herd heading south. That is the Finland. role that Finland rolled. Fin oh, it was oh, that six. Is Finland turns six. around. Distressed uh, owl bear come. Uh, so I, are there any dropped feathers at all? Um, there are quite a few. I'm going to gather them. Get feathers. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 want, I want to gather like, them. You see, there's like, you have to kind of go in, um, uh, you have a lot of smaller ones from the baby that were like stuck in the thorns and stuff. And then you do get a few of the dark brown feathers that obviously had come from the mother as the mother was trying. And some of the other adult owlbears that were trying to scoop the baby out of the mud. And some of them are covered in mud, but you still have them so you can clean them or you can have Astro Press to educate them. I, uh, Finland turns around to look at Zareth, who's just been standing on the outskirts, doing nothing, saying nothing, not even bothering to help, and just pointedly yeah. looks at him and is like, everyone counts. Yes? He goes... <sighs> <laughs> okay, but that was like the best impression you've done of him. Like I think that was a great sound. Um, like, you not eat those things? Uh, and uh, I take like the most, the one with like the most marking, the feather with the most markings on it, and I actually like go ahead and I braid it into my hair. So it's a very dark very brown with like, like, yeah, the very dark like chestnut brown feather in your hair now. Very fetching. All right, oh, I guess the owl baby. Hey, that was your that was your random wilderness encounter for the uh, for this game. Number six. <laughs> yes, number uh, six. I, I, I will not tell you what numbers. I will not tell you what numbers one through five were because you might roll that table again. <laughs> Uh, what color was the baby owlette? Um, it was a lighter brown than the adult, adults. It was more of what would be like um, like uh, fawn. Fawn? No, darker than that. Uh, kind of like a an umber camel. <laughs> like, like, like a burnt, like a burnt umbery kind of 
dark tan. I don't know. Dark khaki. At this point, all those colors kind of mixed up the disguise because yeah. they realized that this disguise was useless. But adorable. <laughs> And for a moment, we had two words. And so the whole time, like, as the bird, Esther's like this, like with the fet, like with like kind of feather arms, like being like, like having the arms up like this the whole time, (laughs) trying to mimic whatever. So, um, Robin, Robin, I will assume you get back on pan so you can do your sketching. Yeah, we're gonna sketch and write. Okay, are you guys heading? Yes, are you guys heading? Now going still further west to correct the next portal. Wow, we both had Hello, everybody. Uh, welcome to the break. Um, first off, we got all of our announcements done at the beginning. Uh, that's a given. You guys watched all of that. Uh, just a few like um, moderate things that I'll be talking about right now. Um, uh, one of the things is I got a new background. I don't want people saying that. Oh, this is blah blah blah, there's a new background. Yes, it's new. Uh, well, not new in that I moved furniture. Um, but, other thing that I wanted to kind of talk to you guys about. Uh, our next one shot. It will be Christmas themed. That will be for only level 5 and level 10 patrons. So if you want to watch our Christmas themed one shot and get exclusive content, I recommend doing that. You can just become a patron for this month and you'll have access to that episode uh, for however long you want. You can view it. So, that's fun. Um, Next up, we have Patreon shoutouts. A big thank you to Adam Eiler, Helen Gore Laird, Claudia Dronofsky, and John B. for being level 10 patrons. We really appreciate all of your support and we look forward to more people supporting us in the future. Um, If you would like to get a shout out, all you have to do is become a level 10 patron. And if you are any level patron, that is either our $3, $5 or $10 patron, your name will be featured at the end of the video as well. Um, Yeah, that's pretty much it for the break. Um, I will leave you guys be. Our next episode will be going up December 30th. And then we will also be doing the OOC, which is going to be coming out the the day after this goes up, so December 17th, um, where we will basically be talking about um, what happened during the show. So it'll be like our after show uh, talk show. (laughs) And that'll be going up on Twitch. All you have to do is go to twitch.tv slash yashow. That's Y-A-A-S-H-O-W. Yeah, show. Um, give us a follow there, and yeah, just watch us talk about random stuff uh, live on Twitch. Uh, we hope you guys. We might be doing other stuff. We might like play some video games or something else. Uh, we'll see what else we want to do um, on Twitch because world is endless. We will um, eventually be moving to some live shows as well on Twitch. Uh, just playing Dungeons and Dragons because it's fun. Um, so yeah. Uh, That is it for the break now, for real. I lied about the other time. Um, So yeah, I will see you all in a little bit when Pass Me is here. Uh, So yeah, have a good day, guys. So you guys, continue this hike as you go. Now I have to go in a roll 20, so give me just a second. Uh Uh-oh.
copy and paste. And that was, of course, all theater of the mind because you don't have that for everything. I'm just glad that no one was like, let's just murder these owlbears. Look, I don't, I don't, I, I don't start fights, but I will finish them. All right, uh, you guys continue walking, and you come uh, upon. You're coming from down here. That's where you are in these woods. Um, there is a large tree that has been downed uh, in front of you, not by anything malicious. It's just a tree. Sometimes trees die and they fall down. Um, so yeah, this is the new map that you're on. So, what would you like to do? Uh, can I roll for perception? And what are you trying to perceive? Uh, any danger that might be around. Uh, sure, make a perception check. Okay. I would like to support this check. Okay, so roll with advantage. Sweet. Astro's gonna write a song. While we were walking, it's like got the loot out doing what, what so, birds do. So, like, so we've got like some artistic endeavors. Robin is drawing. Uh, Aster yep. is composing a song about owlbears. About owlbears, yeah. That, Jack and Finn. Are uh, I actually got a um, not twenty. Okay, so this is what happens, Jack. You um. You know it's autumn now because just a few days ago there was a big celebration celebrating the transition from summer into autumn. So it's not cold really yet. Uh, it's getting cooler, but the weather most days are still in the 80s or the 70s as far as like temperature wise, Fahrenheit. You guys were in the States. I can't do the math that fast to, to calculate it to Celsius. I'm sorry. Wait. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's well above freezing. Except you feel, um, Jack, a gust, a blast of freezing cold air. It just covers your entire body. It's like you were on the top of the tippy top snow covered mountains of your home. And it just like blows past you. And it's coming from is coming from this direction um, this way. So the upper left is the direction that this gust at wind, I will say uh, it's like a gust of wind just came like from this direction heading this way. I just want to know since I'm sort of directly in front of Jack, is this wind going behind Jack or are we both getting it? Uh, you're both getting it because you're the one that helped her. Okay. But Jack gets the full Right, Jack. Yeah. Uh, what is that? It's cold. Well, yes, it's cold. Thank you. I'm, yes, it's cold. And but like, where is this coming from? This air. I'm uh, that I and like, I point in the general direction. Yeah. I'm like, I'm blaming that direction, and uh. I'm going to go ahead and um, I take out my shield. Okay. And I, I don't prep my sword yet, but I do take out my shield just so, because I'm like, it, it's weird. It's weird, and I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to go ahead and okay. draw my 
my axe and fall into axe shield formation and stand basically slightly behind Jack. I will say that this coldness coming from this direction does not abate. It's okay, like, we're walking like, like a it. huge gust of wind coming toward you, yes. Everyone, it's like every once in a while, it'll be like a flash of cold, and then you just feel like a little bit of wind, and then it's like, oh! Everyone stay on your wolf. Something, something is ahead of us. Esther's going to take their little capelet and be like, wow, I like... <laughs> I have right. short sleeves on. Anyone got fur? I... I, I didn't know. 
I have my little capelet, and I'm like wrapped in my like I have my arms wrapped in my capelet. That is it. Do you want me to run in? No, that's what I'm saying. So, um, I'm going to say that uh, since only one of us is prepared for the cold, um, that I'm prepared for the cold. I'm just not wearing fur. Uh, and, and, and like I, I'm just like hush, cause and like I, I just kind of like put like a quieting hand on your shoulder, like that's not what I was asking. Um, because I'm trying to keep Robin from running off into another portal. Also, Whistler. Um, I think <laughs> I was drugging that portal. Now that we are after you can you can. Uh, do that's that's about to say. Yeah. I'm going to walk. Well, because we're still too far. We have to go forward more. Yeah. Um. Wow. I know. So everybody keep an eye on Robin and... Okay. And, uh, I'm here. Okay. I didn't run into that portal. I was literally drugging my head home. Um, after after 10 minutes of debating you about not going in. Okay. I'm going. I cast very fire. Alright, yeah, the, the lute is strum. These musical notes swirl above you and turn into a giant cube of glittery ah, air. It is very appropriate because Aster being the one, Aster and Whistler being the two closest, uh, you do see, if you look in, you see a plane of almost pure white landscape ahead of you. <laughs> it's cold. Um, I would like to actually take a look around at the area uh, around the portal to see if anything maybe has come through. Like if there's evidence of anything that's come through. Make an investigation check. I'm going to support. Uh, I'm going to support Finn on that. 14. <laughs> I will say I have to preface this a little bit because I had this encounter planned before whatever episode of Critical Role was aired in which Matthew Mercer had Intelligent Yeti. Reason I'm prefacing that is I don't want anybody to think I'm stealing his idea. I am not stealing his idea. I am stealing Judd Winnick's idea. <laughs> I was clear about what idea is stolen. <laughs> so, if you've never read it, there's a comic called Very Wee Boy Genius, and in it, the it's not Yeti, it is the Sasquatch, are in fact sentient creatures who have speech and all that stuff. So I'm stealing and I'm turning it into the Abominables, but then it happened in Kirk Roll and I was like, well, I'm not changing it because, damn it, I had this idea a long time ago. Well, so, throw it out there. Now we're stealing from Luke not, Yeah, <laughs> not stealing from Matt Mercer, cribbing from Judd Winnick from a comic from about 15 to 20 years ago. So, just throwing that out there. So you actually see, when you start looking, there is a spear, someone. It is uh, rough-hewn wood and uh, the ice, I'm sorry, the, uh, the tip, uh, like the actual spear point, is uh, made out of like a rough, um, almost crystal, clear crystal. Um, I go over to it and I sort of just put my hand around it and I look over at Jack and... Also, yeah, it's very big. It's very big. Excellent. Um, I it's good. It's like if you put your hand around it, it would be like 
normal, like, it's not like you can just hold it with one hand. You would have to use two hands in order to, like, throw it. Oh, perfect. Then I definitely do, like, I sort of, I sort of, um, pass my, my axe over to, like, one arm. And then I put my hand kind of halfway around this giant shaft. This sentence has got away from me. <laughs> Sarah's <laughs> going with Sarah's back and I'm like, I think that we have company. Well, when Sarah was describing it, I was like, it's girthy. It's girthy. <laughs> because of Mark. It's girthy. There's a whole reason why I thought about that. But... <laughs> and uh, I, I apologize. I had an ADD moment. Sarah, oh, what? what is this that Finn is trying to show me? A spear. It is a spear. Thank you. A girthy spear. <laughs> I apologize, like, my ADD oh, just, like, oh, hit at exactly that moment. A simple weapon of a long shaft with a pointy head at the top. That crystal. It's a yeti crystal, dick. Hard crystal. It is a yeti spear. As Finn looked at I will say, as soon as I cast the fairy fire, uh, Aster is going to, like, kind of look into the portal just to, like, kind of see if there's, like, any thing in it. Oh, like if you can, yeah, make it a I can see people or something like creatures. Yeah, make it an investigation check. That's a nineteen. I'm staying out of pondering. Um, Aster, you look in. Uh, it is almost the term snow blind because there's so much snow. It's like there's an ever blowing blizzard in here, and but you do see kind of coming up all of a sudden there's like a dark shape walking closer to you in the snow it's a big like hulking long arms um just kind of a gray shape that's all you can see for right now uh aster are you able to change the color of your fairy fire i like red <laughs> warning uh, well not now because i already cast it okay uh, <laughs> that's that was my question because all right, caution or beast. Uh, so as soon as, as soon as I uh, see that uh, creature, I'm a grab whistler by the arm, look at everybody else, and be like, "We should go <laughs> now." Um, I'm going to oh, um, uh, back up to the tree line. Uh, the go over closest here. tree line. Yeah, like get into the closest. I take Whistler over here. Come on. We go, we go deep in the tree. And I but, in the tree. Okay, you're uh, doing good? I don't know. I'm going to climb right up that tree. Sarah asked you. Sarah's like, what's wrong? What's, what's in there? Uh, I saw a figure in there, and it is big. Uh, I don't know how far it was, give or take, because it's like there's so much you can't really like judge distance. Uh, but we should go. <laughs> There's better people to do this than us. Also, we should definitely, we should definitely be back so that we could see what it is and not be standing yeah. here and be surprised. Or we could try and go up the cliff and wait. Because I don't know how tall it is. I, I yeah. left my crampons at home. Um, I like the idea of us waiting in the tree line and see and and waiting for the um 
portal closers to come by because I don't want the portal closer because we've already sent up a fairy fire that it's safe. Like that's right. the safe color. And so I'm not willing to we had that we had decided on colors feel safe i thought we just threw up them and we're like hey here's the thing no we had said that like blue was safe red there was danger um and then yellow if it was the uh um place that those automatons came from oh that's the portal i want to go into i want to go into that lizard tongue portal i'm not running just to be clear uh-huh. My search for danger is not endless, it is my instinctual curiosity that drives me. Curiosity about sentient robot. Curiosity killed the cat. Lizard. Satisfaction. Satisfaction. Oh, no. Brought them back. Right back. That's the perseverance problem. Okay, so you guys. I, I, I would argue that the half orc brought them back. Fairly, um, fairly argued. Yep. A you resurrection spell brought him back. Yes. You guys hear me? Yes. 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 Okay. Sorry, we're. Head. It's okay. You guys see a head poke out of the portal. It's a very big head. Oh my it is covered in white fur. And if the head is about the size of, I mean, it's a large creature. So this creature is like maybe eight to 10 feet tall with long shaggy arms. It's got, um, uh, it doesn't have like much in the way of like clothing, except for like, it's got some kinds of like um, tightness, sort of like plates, like in front. I, I couldn't find an actual thing with, that because I'm trying to decide Yeti culture. So it kind of has like some chitinous plates like over its groin area, like right at its knees and kind of like covering its chest. Like whatever it is wearing came from a large insect. But you see like the torso come out and it go Hardukta? It just kind of starts doing this. Hardukta? And then it uh, this Hardukta sounds like any language that right, I might be familiar with. <laughs> Make an intelligence check. Oh, why? <laughs> That's never a good idea. That's about languages. I would love for it to mean something in Orgus. That it just happens to have the same phonemes. Yeah, no, no. Like, uh, it's a six. I rolled a six. You got nothing. You got nothing, Jack. You're like, you're like, maybe it's that thing's name. I don't know. Yeah, that, that's actually what I was thinking. <laughs> can Whistler, can can I have Whistler like repeat it, but throw her voice so that it sounds like it's coming from somewhere else? Sure. Ah. So Again, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So you can go so, from maybe like, like over here. Yeah. So it has disappeared back into the portal. And as you say that, it peeks its head back out and it goes. Captain, I'm making up a language on the fly right now. <laughs> oh so I can, and it goes. 
Tioxy. It's like a deep growly, like Tioxy. Tioxy. Also repeating it from that direction. You guys, it does seem hostile. Do you think um, maybe I should go try to talk to it? It doesn't it's seem hostile, but there's definitely armor. I'm not excited to find out if it's if it's angry. Also, I'd you like to bring the lower half of the armor. It's also big. I don't oh. want to deal with that. And it's cold. I can offer now some beer. I can make beer in the See it step through and out of the portal. So now the full Yeti is standing there in front of you wearing sort of like tightness, piecemeal armor, and you sling, see slung on its back is a very God, sort of uh, rough-hewn bow. The full Yeti. A long bow. Uh, I'm just going to so scramble gonna, out. Okay. I, I'm, I've still got my shield out, and I'm going to say... Um, Robin, do you want to yeah. try offering it a drink? Yeah, I think it's a great. Whistler, Whistler, do you step out of the woods? Yeah, I'm. Walks forth. I'm bad at plans, but I'm like I'm not where I'm not <laughs> holding my weapons, and I'm just kind of Arduka. I will say, as soon as Whistler does it's that, like after, like kind of does like the stumble and like flops on the ground. <laughs> Like, kind of out of the woods, but, like, kind of, like, shuffles back in. So, Whistler's who's so now in front of the... Oh, okay. Wh- I, I, yeah. Yeah. So, so I'm, I am falling carefully behind with my shield. Yeah, I'll be right, right okay. to you. And this creature sees you and goes, huh. And just starts speaking in this low, deep, gravelly voice. You have no clue what they are saying. I nod like I do, and though. I'm going start mimicking. to just start telling a dirty joke in Orcish. <laughs> start cursing in Tabaxi, I guess. And Sorry. Aster's going to cast, like, because it has a range of 10 feet. So Aster's going to just cast Prestidigitation and make it, like, a little colder in, like, the area that he's in to kind of, like, try and make it better for him. So you have this, like, blast of cold air. Uh, and it's still kind of the, that cold air is still coming out because he's kind of, they've kind of like he's kind of stepped out and he, you can see his face which is literally like this like pale gray like colors coming to it and it's like he's it's like he's a like 10 feet tall he's covered in this like white gray fur he's got this large longbow and is just talking at you folks in a language absolutely none of you understand whistler uh, is so nodding like she does though Takes the cup, like with two fingers, 
You see him sniff it, and then you see his eyes go real wide, and he goes, I understand, Robot Kamal, and just downs it. Hey! And then he just, and he like, hands you the cup back, and nods. Four? Four? Like I mean, this thing is huge, and like it's, it's like where yeah. it's like drinking out of a demi tap for this thing. Like it's like <laughs> just taking a shot of the cup. Yeah, yeah. I'm giving it a whole, whole big cup, and it's like a shot, right? I'm like, yeah, hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. He goes, Is he like gesturing back in? Is is he like gesturing to go back into the portal? Back in, yeah. And he's gesturing at the portal, and he's also gesturing out in front of you. Like he's making this thing. Like it's like, um, if you would like to, you can make an insight check to try to figure out his mind. All right, we're we're making it too hot. We're making it too hot in his world, guys. It's an eight. It's too hot. Eleven. Insight. Inside, yes. 16. 17. Okay. At 11, uh, a 16, a 17. Missler? 8. That was inside? Inside, yes. 21. Me and this Yeti are like... Typing. Well, everybody except... One mind. Everybody... So, so Jack, uh, uh, Aster, and uh, Robin. You guys got a 15 or higher. Yeah, you get that he's basically communicating that he does not understand what is going on and what is happening where he is from and why he is here and why there is this black thing that he's like basically going, what is going on? He's like making the air, like air bow and arrow thing and he goes, and it's just like kind of, oh, that's it. And then he came through here. And then, and then he like picks a giant rock up off the ground. It's about the size of a basketball. And he just kind of peps it back in there, like peps it through the portal. And he goes, and then he like jumps through the portal and he comes back out with like a giant, like thing of right. ice. It's like a giant, like basketball thing of ice. And it starts kind of melting almost right away. And he's like, and he holds it out to you. Uh, I'm going to, uh, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to, uh, take it. I, I, it, it is very cold. And so like, I can't hold yeah. on to it for very long. Yeah. And so like, I, I take it and I'm like, Oh, that's cold. And I like drop it. Like, Ooh. Yeah. It, it, it's, it's melting actually very, very rapidly because it is like 70 to 80 degrees. So like the water of it yeah. is, and he's like, understand the word fell. It is the first word that any of you have understood that is fell. Fell. Okay. Um, so. Um, okay. So, Robin, Robin, and then I point to him. Robin. And I say, uh, so you, you, po- you, you, you gesture at yourself and you say Robin and you point at yeah. the Yeti. Yeah. The Yeti, yeah. Yeah, I think, okay, so, like, Fenlin, gesture to myself, gesture at the Yeti. Jacquard. Yeah, and then I'm, yeah, I go, Robin, and then I point to 
Carter goes, because I point to Stanley and go, Finland? And I point to the Eddie and go, ah? Yeah? Looks, because it's kind of like, but his chassis goes, Pilar! Pilar? Pilar. 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 Being the bard that I am, I have a plan. <laughs> yeah! So, I am a performer. I can do improv. So, Astro's gonna, like, kind of try and, like, improv, like, saying that there's gonna be people coming to close the portal so it will be cold for him again. Um, while you're doing that? Chorus, that's what I can do. While you're doing that, I actually have painter's supplies, and so I'm actually, I'm actually gonna dig out um, my, like, some small little paintbrushes, and the largest, like, rolled up canvas that I have, and I'm going to uh, try and illustrate like the portal like getting like starting small and then yeah exactly so like i started small and then i'm going it, it ends up looking kind of like a uh like a, a small circle then a bigger circle then a bigger circle and then a big a, the biggest circle and then i'm going to draw stick figures because i i draw nature i don't draw people <laughs> <laughs> And so I'm, I'm get then going to paint stick figures uh, and an arrow, uh, and I'm go and then I'm go and then I'm going to paint those same circles getting smaller and smaller until they're closed. Okay. I got a seven. Okay, so we have to from an Seventeen. Seventeen. Okay. Wow. So he kind of looks at you. Look at and he. But while this happens, because I found this is like the best image of like a peaceful Yeti that I could find. So they're just going to be all look the same. But they're going to have different colors. So um, uh, you see coming out of the portal is another Yeti. Kind of wearing the same sort of chitinous armor plates on their person. Just in different kind of things. So like this person. And so out comes... Another Yeti. Great. Do we have enough to field a football team? <laughs> and this Yeti. No, no, no. No, no, no. Just the one color. Not all of them. <laughs> all the colors. That's the right. All the colors. And sexual Yeti. That's the bisexual yeah. Yeti. <laughs> we don't know their life. Um, this Yeti comes out. And this Yeti is carrying one of those giant spears that Finland is now, like, holding under one arm. And you see this Yeti come out and is like, and Hilar, Hilar, you know, goes, and is like gesturing them, and they start having a conversation in Yeti. And Hilar goes, goes, Robin! Robin! Robin. And I bring a cup of, of whiskey to the new Yeti. He goes, Dagon! Hey. Oh my God. Um, I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna show them my my painting. Uh, okay, 
then he points at the other one and goes, Asta na pata musna. Musna. I I hold the giant spear out. Yeah, Musa just goes, Harduk? Harduk! 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 I'm totally just holding the spear. Master is still like doing the performance, like the whole thing, like trying to yeah. show them. But well, what has happened is, is, is Aster is doing a performance and Jack has created the backdrop. <laughs> it's like, like the whole like, last thing we do is like, so the whole performance is like play by play at play since like the meteor came. The whole thing is just like, so this happened and then this and then that, like the whole thing is what Aster is doing right now. Telling them the whole thing. You guys look behind you. Zareth is standing in the trees. It's going. <laughs> <laughs> We've got performance by Aster, backdrop by uh, Jack, concessions by Robin. Finland, what are you doing? I'm holding the giant spear out. The Please. gift, the peace offering. Yeah. Whistler is just looking so happy so, to be here. <laughs> so, so Whistler's already like, Whistler's the audience. This is great. <laughs> Whistler comes and stands over here and just watches. So T Lauder goes, oh, and takes his spear back from it. He does use the hand pronoun. Takes his spear back from Finland and goes, and that's that. And like slings it over its shoulder. And like puts it in like a little like, you know, sling behind him. And he goes, Anastasia, it? And he like motions at the portal. I'm getting to that. Stay here. <laughs> as soon as he as soon as he gestures to that, Astro literally goes, "I'm getting to that." <laughs> I point at the puddle that was the uh, ice, and I just and I just like point at us, like. And he goes, he does this motion, and he like starts pretending to walk into the portal, like he's like. Uh, that's that's Robin. Okay. Oh, no. Whistler goes immediately no. with Robin. Immediately. Like, 
I will die if I go in there. Wait, what if the can the Yeti help hold me? Like I just want to point out. I just want to point out. We are from the cold and the very friendly, whatever they are. Um, there are clearly very giant bugs in there. Oh shit! I just realized we shouldn't go in. There's people coming. Not all of us should go in, or I get rid of the phone. Oh no! I yeah. I'm 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 just gonna wait for Robin to come back. I want to go though now. So. We wait here. Oh, Whistler's gonna go with in Robin. In. Oh, can I look at the Yeti? Yeah, and I think, I'm I think like Whistler's going thing. in. Can I do like the toddler thing to be like, upsies? And 
you. Man, none of us rolled an inside check, did we? Oh. We just went right in. You come in and you find yourself on a frozen river. It is very slick. It is, in fact, difficult terrain. But both Tilara and Musna seem absolutely fine walking on it. And you see in the distance up here a very large, what it can only be described as a yurt made out of thick animal skins, some of that same chitinous armor and uh, stone and wood up to the north. He kind of starts waving and he's got Aster on his back and he starts walking over. Both Musna and Pilar start walking towards it. I'm assuming that we're now going to go to their house for tea or something. <laughs> awesome. It goes... Yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm carefully making my way, but also, like, I'm also kind of thinking, if I sat on my shield, could I, could I, use, it, could I use it as a sled? <laughs> you want somebody to help say that, because I don't want to give anyone in this group ideas. Oh, no, ideas are bad. <laughs> You guys all carefully make your way across the uh, scooting on your butts, however you feel most comfortable making your way across this ice. And um, I do not have the interior set up, but um, Musna goes, Mena, Musna Tila, Mena. Manat. 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 Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm guessing that Manat sounds like, uh, it's, that's, you're saying that that's your house and Tilar is, is Tilar's house is over there? Manat. Manat. Tilar. And she comes over and she holds, she like comes over and holds uh, Tilar's hand. Just at a 
Evan Heat. One of them is just at Jack height. One of them is six and a half feet. So they are young. They're not babies, but they are, again, teenagers. They are, you know, somewhere between the ages of 13 and the equivalent of 18 in whatever Yeti years are. <laughs> uh, uh, I'm going to take out uh, some of my rations and hand them out and, like, take a bite and uh like over dramatize the mm, yum 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 and like offer it to the kids yeah so you Aww. see it in here there are there are there are three kind of uh, there's actually a curtain um we don't know what's behind that curtain but you see there are two like smaller bedrolls that are like next to each other like on some padding so you think there's probably the kids sleep and the curtain's probably parents place and bedrooms they have their own bedroom this all seems very and familiar to me like this is, yeah. this is it's, very, it's similar to how uh, we live, except we have houses instead of yurts. Yeah, so it's very it's a very open concept. There's just like there's the kitchen <laughs> area where there's like you know, there's a hearth in the middle. There is a hole in the top where the smoke can come through. But there is kind of like a table, and um, you see uh, as they walk in, uh, both uh, Tilar and Musna put their weapons in a rack by the flap, and they both go. Anasta, Anasta. I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna put my weapons in the same rack. Okay, and so you guys can put your rack up, and um, you see the other two Yeti kind of look up and go. Aster kind of like climbs more onto his shoulders and just kind of like waves (laughs) from his back. Harduk? Harduk? Harduk! Harduk! But you guys realize Harduk means hello. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> Probably shouldn't give whiskey to the kids, but uh, and, get off the van. And I walk in and I offer my little pot up. The, the, the smaller, the six and a half foot tall, the smallest of the Yetis, um, goes, holds out the same hand. So it's not like left Are and right. It's like, yeah. So, like, basically, it's like you're going like this. It holds out. Yeah. I take in both my paws and I shake and say, Harduk, Harduk, Robin. And Pilar goes and starts talking to the kids, and Musni is helping everybody. And Musni, you see, Pilar uh, goes and kind of does this so oh, you yeah. can get off of That's his shoulders, Esther. Um, <laughs> I was so confident. And starts talking to these juveniles and, and points at one. The taller one, the seven foot tall one, and goes, Hafni. Hafni, And then points at the smaller one and goes, Colo. 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 Are you Colo? I think they said thank you at some point, so Aster's going to say the equivalent of thank you to Yeti since they know they said it at one point. And then say Aster. Uh, say thank you is. Um, I just, I think they had said it, so I'm just going to be like, Aster says it, they and did. then says Aster. Yeah, for the spoon. Whatever it is, it's now Wolfthar. <laughs> Wolfthar. Whatever I said, because I was Wolfthar. Whatever I said earlier, it is now Wolfthar. We're retconning it, because I'm making up gibberish, and I'm writing it down on a piece of paper <laughs> as we go. Wow. So, you I like see... It. 
these other Absolutely yeti how languages form. Yep. Yeah. Aster um, says that and then points at the bells and says Aster. And then is there a fire in here? Yeah, there's like a small the fire that the kids were kind of hanging out around. Oh, Aster's gonna go okay. join those children. <laughs> okay. Two things. Robin, you see the older yeah. one has a what is essentially a piece of leather and they are writing something. Like they have some sort of charcoal that they are drawing and or writing. You can't tell, but that's what they're doing. And Aster, the younger one, has a flute made out of bone that they flute. are. Do I? Oh, like, I can play a flute. They, they have a flute. Like it's 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 not it's not this not a recorder. It's a flute made out of bone that they were just gonna like. Oh, I can't make flute noises. Like, oh, just like playing a flute, but it's made out of bone. Yeah, it's growing. See? Yeah. Look, I, I know him. I draw food. See? <laughs> and and the no. one that was showing showing uh, shows you this image. And uh, it's uh, it's beautifully like done in grayscale because all they have to work with is charcoal on leather. Um, but it's this beautiful like mountainscape with like beautiful shading and like you can see where like the snow is falling and stuff and they go I, I can't draw it because I'm there's like yeah. uh Jack is just absolutely entranced like that's her medium <laughs> is 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 uh, painting on hides and cloth and takes out the loot and and the younger one starts going <laughs> and wait Aster, for you. As their matches along with them. <laughs> does does it back Strum, the loot? Strum strum with the loot back. Yeah. So you start jamming with this fourteen year old Yeti. Um and uh and you look and uh you uh Musna is standing there with a kind of a pleased grin on her face. And Hilar uh, looks at Robin and goes, "What's that?" Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I got the option. No, no, no. He starts going in their. He starts going in their cabinet. Oh, and pulls out. Oh my God! Getting juice. Pulls out a ceramic gourd-shaped thing. And, and asks you like and it's like asks you like to hold out your cup he goes, oh, and he kind of gestures to everybody and he goes huh sure I, yeah. I have my mug I'm my mug Aster has to, Aster declines <laughs> um, and, uh, and, uh, Jack like look looks at Aster and is like that's not polite I don't drink alcohol for personal reasons, so. I hear you. And like, I'm okay. gonna, I, I'd sniff it. Then, is it alcoholic? Yeah, it is. Oh, it yeah. is. It is Yeti fucking moonshine is what this is. Oh, yeah. This is. Aster oh, has God. problems this with drinking. This is made out of some hearty root vegetable that can grow in the underground depths of this plane and it is mashed and it is fermented and it is thick 
and it smells exactly like something oh. you essentially it's like parsnip moonshine oh. and it, it smells it, exactly it, it like, smells like, like what i used to moonshine like my paint brushes is what it smells like exactly don't yes. even make medicine out of it like just so and now we make a constitution saving throw right it and make a well, it on. It depends on. Are you guys like shooting this? Or are you trying to sip it? Sip it. Because as soon as it hits your mouth, it is like your it's mouth is on fire. Yeah, I was it gonna say like, like go, go. Right. So it, it is like, like your mouth you is like, being stopped oh. by thousands of fire ants. Very good. Very good. As the only one who took a full shot of this. Yes, you do need to make a constitution. Anybody who make anybody who does not sip this takes a full shot of it has to make a constitution saving throw. Sold. I got a ten. Okay. Dirty twenty. Whistler. Wow. Yeah. Plus two con, and uh, it's one of my proficiencies. So. Whistler got a five. Drinking moonshine is one of your provisions. <laughs> Rolled a two. Constitution is. So, yes. Right. So, um, Jack, you take it. Um, it hurts. It, it is like drinking. It is like drinking bees. <laughs> this is what you feel going down. As you're being stung as the thing in your gullet. That's what it feels like for all of you. I forgot about Robin. I actually got a 12. I don't know if it makes a difference. Okay. That's less than a 15. So, but it's higher than a 10. So, scale is like 15 to 20, 10 to 15, lower than 10. Yeah. So, you and Jack, you are not immediately affected by this. Your, your head's a little buzzing, and but uh, the, the burning kind of subsides after about 15 seconds, and then you just kind of have a nice, warm feeling in your belly. Robin, you are nearly instantly bleary-eyed. Like, yeah, nearly instantly, like, falling uh, over and sleeping. It's just kind of like, uh, uh, Whistler, uh, you pass out. Whistler just falls on her just I'm going to say Aster is kind of just like ignoring this and just still like just jamming out with the, with the little kid. For yeah. three seconds, and, I'm like ready hey. to jam and then I'm hey. on the floor. Whistler. Like you see oh. them start in the charcoal, 
like they're doing the thing and they're like doing the figure or they're doing this and like trying to get the figure right and they're like looking down at past this passed out burn person on their floor the floor is covered in like like roughly it's not ice you're not on ice it's on like like a stone floor and then it's got like hides and some of the chitinous armor and um and like there is like some woven like wools and stuff like that there is an almost yeah, immediate this- bird snore. <laughs> I, if I give my colors to the little one, I'm like, the little one who is seven feet tall. <laughs> yes. The one. Oh yeah, the, the artist one. I'm like, I think yeah. I got a great dealer in Lucia. I should, we should, I should check out my art dealer. We should really take a portrait of you're so talented and then you see uh musna i have to go back um musna goes um open open yeah she pulls up no open and she's got a pot open and she points at the table she goes at the table she goes open down at the table and is kind of like guiding Robin like come on we're We're gonna (laughs) sit at the table we're gonna eat Uh, high chairs yeah you guys basically have to go on your knees and kneel or like stand I mean they're just they just have like benches they just have like two benches on either side and kind of squeeze in you guys can squeeze on a bench because you guys are pretty small Um, I just just pick Robin up and and put them on the table I mean, cool. Can, can Robin just go to the babe? Yeah, they did. I don't know. And I like, I like, like you lean over the jack, and I lean over the fence. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here for it. Investigation. Investigation. Uh huh. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna. I, I, I'm just kind of like casually sniffing it. I'm not really Dirty good body. at staring. Oh. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm, I'm trying to do it for Like the sh- like slow cooked shredded meats in a gravy with like potatoes and carrots. Okay. 
look at Robin and I'm like, it's meat. Do you want me to take out, do you want me to, is it okay if I take out the potatoes? Like, could you eat the potatoes? Yeah, so great. It's so great. So I, I take my meat bottom. Taking out my meat and putting it in Jack's bowl. <laughs> yeah, no, that, that's essentially what I'm doing is I'm taking the meat from both Robin and Finn. Knife is my knife is an eating knife for 
die size, so it's like this long, yeah. it's not a dagger. And so it is clearly not yeah. going to be big enough to like cut into this pastry. Um, well, yeah, what you do is when you put go through the crust, it's soft. There's something okay. softer underneath. So there's a crust on top and something soft underneath. Huh. And when you pull your knife out, it is covered in like a blue kind of um, syrupy goo with some seeds. Uh, I'm going to swipe my finger along the blunt uh, part of the of my knife, and I just like, ah, and I'm like, it's sweet. This, <laughs> it is. It's very sweet. This is a this is like this is like a frostberry cobbler essentially. Oh, Finland totally digs in. Oh no, we lost Robin. Yeah, there's like kind of. Yeah, yeah. enthusiastically nods. Is like yes. What is it, oh. Wolf? You I, what do you say, Wolfgar? What is thank you? Thank you is Wolfgar. V U L S T A R. Wolfgar. Wolfgar. I will take. I will take myself some, and then I will like kind of take some and like put it in like a thing to save for Whistler. <laughs> That's right. Save some for Whistler with Whistler. Yeah. Asher's gonna like take it and kind of like wrap it up so that they can like save it for Whistler. Some people have doggy bags. Some people have food bags. Yes. Yes. And um, so we're just gonna end the night with you guys having a the wonderful yetis who have welcomed you into their home on the elemental plane of ice. Yay! I'm telling you, though, I have friends with everyone is fun. <laughs> so sometimes being friends with everybody works because sometimes there are sentient creatures whom you can't understand, but you understand food and alcohol, so there you go. <laughs> and and we have determined that suddenly uh, I, I found out tonight that uh, orcish culture is slightly fey based in that um, it needs like like fey in general uh, in that like hospitality is a big effing deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Did everybody enjoy themselves through Hell this? Yeah. I tried. Yeah. I love. I like. I love doing encounters that are non-combat encounters, and I wanted to yeah. have some non-combat encounters. Like, Tax, I love that. <laughs> you have the owlbear couplet, and you've met some Getty. I'm happy with so this. They seem to be pretty chill. It helped me come up with some more stuff for like with Esther's backstory, so that's nice. Yeah. yeah. So it's the Getty seem to be pretty chill. Are all about the hospitality, and the kids have some. Uh, some interests that mirror those of members of your group. Uh, so thank you all for listening and or watching, however you are consuming this media. Um, watch out for our December one shot. Uh, Annika is going to DM it and I'm going to play in it. Very I know, I'm going to be the player. I'm going to be a player. Um, and my wifey is going to be in it. <laughs> yes, we will have a, yes. uh, uh, a very special guest. Uh, and it, this is very thematic uh, for those of you uh, who are watching this who know Tanya's wife. Uh, this is very thematic all on their characters. Um, we will not tell you like what the theme is and all that stuff because that's for dropping hints later. So uh, thank you all for watching and or listening. Hope you're consuming this. Uh, don't forget to support us on Coffee and we have Patreon. And uh, if you support us on Coffee this week, you'll find this week. 
Uh, if you support us, uh, the money that we make, total money that we make goes to Right Love on Her Arms. That's our charity for December. And um, thank you all for being here, my players and our watchers. So thank you all for yes. being here. We will see you all again soon. Hey. Mwah. Happy holidays.